Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply this podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. Back. This is a Celtic State of Mind and Celtic Down Unders match day coverage. I'm Paul John Dykes and I'm delighted today to be joined by Liam Carrigan and Jared Hill for the Dundee United match. Gentlemen, tell me where you are and what time it is in your destination. I'll let you go first, Liam. 
All right, uh, I am in Nagano, Japan. It is now 7.30, and I have literally just got in the door, so I'm a wee bit windswept in interest, and sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Billy, nice Billy Connolly reference there. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all your luscious locks, Liam. Yeah, I'm over in... Uh, um, what's left of I'm them? <laughs> a, yeah, I'm over here in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, Angel's hometown. Got to love it. Uh, it's 8.30 at night, hanging out for the game. Superb. I mean, obviously here it's uh, an early kick-off, it's a Sunday. Um, we are looking at a situation where we're sitting second virtue of Rangers playing yesterday and getting a win. We might touch on some of that. But let's have a wee look at the, the actual team lines first and foremost. And we'll start off with Celtic. Um, if I can bring this up, we'll have a wee discussion about what you think about some of the changes that have been made in the Celtic side. So here we go. Um, so we're starting with Hart, Juranovic, Katavikas, Starfelt and Taylor, McGregor, O'Reilly and Hatate, and up top, Abada, Jota and Kyogo. So let's have a wee chat about that then because there's obviously been three changes he's made since the um, the 2 nothing defeat of Hearts. I also noticed that uh, Big Yakamakis isn't in the, the starting lineup or on the bench. Was there an update during the week that I've missed on Yakamakis? I, I was just doing the check poll to see if there was anything because I've heard nothing as well, but some people in the comments are saying that he's ill, so I'm hoping that's what it is and there's no, not an injury or a transfer going on, but yeah. I know, because we're at that stage where all, all summer we've been saying on Axon that we're not going to sell any of our big assets. So you do get a, a wee bit of a moment of anxiety if someone like Yakimakis was to drop out of the squad. But let's just hope it is something um, that's keeping an out a wee bit like illness, etc. I'm going to come to yourself first, Jared, with these changes. We'll start off with Starfelt coming in for Jens. What's your thoughts on that? Are we looking ahead to... The two big games, I know today's important, but we've got two massive games coming up as well. I think it makes sense at the end of the day. Like Last year, the best defence in the league was Carter Vickers and Starfelt together as a centre-back pairing. So I know Starfelt had an in- injury interrupted pre-season. He's been coming off the bench a bit. He started, I think, one game overall, if my memory's right. But it's good to see him back in there alongside Carter Vickers, get some minutes in his legs, whether we can get him that 70, 80, 90 minutes into him. But it's good to have an option with Jens coming off the bench there if need be. And I think, yeah, you're right with leading into like Real Madrid in a couple of weeks, Rangers in a couple of weeks. Makes sense to try and get that couple of minutes into the legs of that centre-back pairing that did so well for us previously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Liam, when you think about what Jared's saying there, going into these big games, and I know I'm not taking for granted, but we've got Dundee United and Ross County before we, we play Rangers. And you think to yourself, well, let, let's make sure that both of those partnerships um, have got minutes in their legs. So we've seen Jens and Carter Vickers teaming up pretty well since Jens came in. Uh, but also we know that uh, there is a really good relationship between Starfelt and Carter Vickers. Is it a, a case of going into that Rangers game knowing that no matter what happens, you can put either of the two partnerships in and you can be confident with them? Yeah, I, I think it's just a case of... Uh conditioning and getting players ready to play their part whenever they're called upon um because you know the i, I was ta- i was talking to laura about this on friday on a friday show um the squad is going to be the big issue for us in the next couple of months with cup games european games and league games coming thick and fast um we need to have everybody ready to go and so i think today is about sharpness for 
uh, for Starfelt, for Abada, and also for Hatati, who's still coming back off of an injury. So, Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Jared will... Uh... Di- digress a little bit just to talk about the fact that on a match day this season we will be teaming up with you guys um, even if due to the times etc uh, any of your contributors are unable to be on the show this is a Celtic State of and Celtic Down Under going out on the match days it's superb to be sitting here in Scotland with someone representing Australia someone else representing Japan uh, we've also obviously got Ange Postacoglu and our four Japanese players uh, to think about so you get a real insight but for anyone who's not aware of your show, Jared, give us a wee rundown of where to find you, how long you've been going, and just bring us up to date with Celtic Down Under. Yeah, so started the Celtic Down Under podcast, I think it was about three years ago now. Um, basically, we have a weekly podcast that comes out pretty much every Wednesday, um, around about 10, 10.30 Scotland time at the moment, but when the time zones change, it happens, but... Yeah, we go live on our Twitter, on our YouTube channel, and also on our Facebook page. Uh, you can find us on Celtic Down Under Facebook as a group and a page. You can also get us on Instagram or Twitter at Celtic Down. Um, yeah, it's just it's funny you say that there's the three of us from different countries covering our fans because, yeah, like Liam got involved, uh, would have been about second year of the podcast starting up. So he's been involved coming up on two years now in Japan. So he, he was involved even before Ange was at the mm-hmm. club. So it's funny that we've always had that Australia, Japan, Japan Japanese link up there where we're thinking, hey, we've got a guy in Perth, we've got a guy in Brisbane, mm-hmm. we've got me in Melbourne, and then you've got that link in with Ange. It's just we've seen some substantial growth recently due to the Ange link, but long may it continue. Ange is doing well, and I just want to see our, our podcast keep growing, and um, it's great to be involved with a Southern State of Mind. No, it is. It's incredible how that's all worked out for you guys. And hopefully it will continue for the next few years. Obviously, we have uh, collaborated before with the Axom Charity Weekender. We will have another weekender in December. We're planning, we have been planning actually for a long time to make it a little bit different this time round. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and also, when I look at this this journey that Ange has been on, um, we've we've spoken a lot about you know this Real Madrid thing because of the Puskas link with with Ange and lo and behold we draw Real Madrid and it's almost as if it was written in the stars. Um, I think everybody will be scrambling about for tickets because it's going to be tough to get certainly away tickets uh, for the game at the Bernabeu. Um, we'll move into the midfield before we start bringing up some of the comments here and of course already mentioned by Liam Hatati returns to the scene. I think looking on paper of course. McGregor, O'Reilly and Hatate is certainly my first choice midfield trio. Uh, Liam, what does Hatate give you that maybe David Turnbull um, didn't? Or what does he give you that's different from David Turnbull? I think um, he gives maybe a little bit more flair and a little bit more pace. Um, now, that's not to say that David Turnbull isn't a highly skillful player who, can, you know, who has a good pace about him as well. But I just think um, Turnbull is... More for a bit of dig in the midfield, and Hatati's more for a bit of flair. And it's really about which do you want, because I think they both offer quite a lot to the team. It's just on a game by game basis, what do we need? And I think Hatati is better suited to uh, to today's game. 
We've spoken quite a bit actually over the last few weeks uh, about both players, Hatate and Turnbull, because I was pretty impressed with Turnbull during the pre-season, uh, and obviously he dropped out of the side due to injury, and up to that point, the League Cup final, he had been more or less a, a first choice for Ange Postecoglou. So I do feel a bit for him, but when you've got a player coming in in January and, and hitting the ground running as Hatate um, undoubtedly did, and then you you look at him and you think. He does look as though he's he's, he's uh, trimmed over the pre-season. He's obviously done some kind of conditioning. He's spoken about the fact he needed that rest, which he's now got. Um, and I look at this, and I've been hearing a lot of the comments saying we don't have a start in 11, because obviously we, we will adapt depending on the opposition. But everybody has a strongest 11 in their mind, I think, Jared. And when I look at that midfield today, I do feel this is the strongest one. But where does it leave Turnbull? Is he going to get enough game time to satisfy him this season, do you think? I actually said towards, I think it was two weeks before Tom Rogic was announced as leaving, that I couldn't see both Rogic and Turnbull still being at the club this season. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that way with Rogic leaving. But And it's not because he's, like, Turnbull's not a good player. For me, He, as you said, until we got those new guys in in January last year, it was he was one of the first names on the team sheet. So he's a quality player. The issue I see with him is that he the pace Ange wants to play at, Turnbull is a step slower than mm-hmm. the rest of the guys. Like O'Reilly, Hatade, they're a bit more athletic than Turnbull is. Even if he's got in shape or whatever, Turnbull for me sometimes he goes through a patch, five minute burst here, a ten minute burst there where he gets the ball and instead of one touch pass, he'll get it, he'll take a touch together, he'll then try to dribble past someone, then he'll pass it backwards or he'll put it out to a wing, then he'll come back to him and he'll slow it down again. And in the position he plays in the, like the number 10 role, that's not really what Ange wants. That That's really interesting because I think um, around about the time when Ange came in, uh, there was some discussion around whether or not David Turnbull would suit this style and, and obviously you're talking about the number 10 that Ange wants um, I, I really do rate him very very highly David Turnbull and I hope there is a place for him in the Celtic squad certainly uh, but he does drop to the bench today and up top Abada, Jota and Kyogo um, I gave him a predicted 11 for the Hearts game and I had Abada starting uh, a lot of people disagreed with that he does start today do you think this is a similar Kind of set up Liam to the the defensive scenario where we want to get minutes in Abada's legs. He's not started games this season. We want to make sure he's as ready as Maeda uh, when we go into these big games that are coming up. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it exactly um, because I do think um, you know we talked about our strongest midfield. I think our strongest forward line has Maeda ahead of Abada. Just my personal opinion. Um, and so I think, yeah, it's about getting Abada up to speed because he hasn't really played that much this season. Um, and I think he will also be a starter on uh, in the Cup game in midweek as well. It is interesting because I think even if you were to, to look at Abada's performances at Tannadice, and I know, um, you know it is all about form, but certain players just like playing at certain grounds or against certain teams, and I always think Abada does pretty well against Dundee United, both home and away, so it'll be interesting to see how um, he kicks on today. What's your thoughts, Jared? I mean, I know Liam's a massive fan of Maeda. Um, what's your thoughts, Jared? Would you... Would you subscribe to the fact that maybe Abada does deserve a run out? I mean, he's done so, so well in his debut season, um, but we haven't seen him starting yet until today. I'm a massive Abada fan. 
almost to the same level. Uh, Liam is a um, Maeda fan, but I just like his directness. And against a team like Dundee United, I think it's the perfect game for Abada to come on and to give uh, Jota back that position on the left wing. Because knowing a few of the players, i.e. Um, Aziz Bayic, who's an Australian, who's at Dundee United, he likes to bomb on as a as a left back or I think he's a left back. So that opens up the space for these guys being so direct and quick and technical to get him behind him. So mm-hmm. it works pretty well for me. So I think this makes sense. Maida has got one hell of a motor on him. He can... I don't think he obviously needs a rest, but we've spoken about on our podcast a few times, Liam, that it's a squad game. And we've said we're going to have 17, 18, 19 players rotating. And it doesn't matter who starts because that Brendan Rogers Claxton's coming in here, but he said it doesn't matter who starts or who finishes. You can have a team for both. And Ange's team's gone a step further than that because it's, all right, if we take out Jack and Marcus, we've got Kyogo. If we take out you know, Maeda, Abada comes in. We're not mm. losing anything in terms of skill or depth because they're still in the overall squad. So it's a squad game for us this season because we're going to keep competing on multiple fronts. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you want to compete on all of those fronts. I mean, the team that's, that finishes the game today may include uh, any of the following. Seagrist, Jens, Moy, Turnbull, McCarthy, Bernabe, Maeda, uh, Forrest and Ralston. Some of those players we haven't seen a great deal of. Bernabe, of course, we haven't seen playing in a, competi- a competitive game yet. Uh, Moy uh, created a lot of discussion on the Celtic Twitter um, and social media accounts as well as on the podcast. I've been pretty impressed with what I've seen so far, Liam. What's your thoughts on Aaron Moy? I mean, um, I don't know if it's because he was a free transfer, because we had lost Beaton and Rogic. He, he wasn't maybe deemed a marquee signing. I think he's been a solid signing so far. Yeah, I think he's every every time I've seen him, he's he's not put a foot wrong. Um, it's one of those kind of slightly thankless roles that kind of midfield, um, the kind of central midfielder, because if he has a bad game, you really notice it. But by the same token, they can have a great game and you don't see them. Um, I remember back in the day, people used to say that about Paul Lambert. Paul Lambert, you knew he'd had a good game when you didn't actually remember him doing anything because he was just doing all the simple things well. And um, But Moy is a bit more attacking than Lambert, obviously. Um, and I think also there's a, d- a different element to it in that he's an older head. Um, if you look at the profile of the players we're signed, you know, Hatate, Maeda, Abada, all under 25 Mm-hmm. Kyogo's only 26 um, you know he's that slightly older head who's just going to bring a bit of experience as well um, and I think that's maybe one area where Celtic are still a wee bit lacking so yeah yeah, yeah definitely and I think um, you know yourself Jared you're not a massive fo- fan of Moy are you I mean sometimes you expect uh, those in Australia just to just say yeah great signing um, but you, you're not a massive fan of him but do you think the, the signing was shrewd by Postacoglu he's, he's a player who we're getting without a fee Postacoglu knows him well he has some elements to his game that we maybe lost with Beaton and Rogic we haven't seen much offensively from Moy yet um, but despite the fact that you're not a massive fan, have you been pretty impressed with the, the fleeting appearances we've seen so far? He's, what, he's what's expected from him. Like He's played in the Premier League down in England. He's played at World Cups. He's, he's not 
some young kid coming through the academy. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. So the reason I'm not a massive fan is because of what I've seen. But he does tick those boxes in that he's kind of like an amalgamation of what we've lost with Biton and also what we've lost with Rogic in terms of he can play both as a 10 and as a 6. He's got the long-range passing that Biton used to look for, but he's also good in the little, if you get him in the pockets, which Rogic was. So he can, all the skills and all that, he ticks those boxes. And if we were to buy him from somewhere down south, we'd be looking at probably five, six million pounds for him easier. To get that for free, mm. it's, a, it's a bonus. So he does tick a lot of the boxes. My main issue with him, as I said previously, was this time last year, I felt the same uneasiness for Moy that I felt for Joe Hart because... I wasn't sure how he was going to fit in at the club. Completely changed on heart. I'm hoping that Moy does the same thing for me. Yeah, yeah, that would be good. And, and I've got loads of comments coming through. It's a, always a pleasure to see the names coming up on the comments field. We are... Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Broadcasting from Scotland, Japan and Australia all on the same stream. You can catch us on the YouTube channel of Axom and also on the Twitter stream of Celtic Down Under. We'll start off with Elfin Priest who comes in to say, hope Yakimakis and Welsh's illnesses clear up ASAP. Uh, sometimes with the, the illness you think to yourself, especially now this season, um, it could still be. Uh, the Lurgy that was uh, obviously affecting a lot of players last season. Ridiculizer, Barcelona, Real Madrid. Who the hell are you trying to kid? We're off to show the world what we can do. Um, let's hope so, Ridiculizer. I've seen loads of uh, positivity coming in since that draw. Um, and yeah, very much looking forward to that particular tie. And uh, Magnet67, Morning Axon team. Big game today. Need to get back on top of the league and keep the pressure on the new club as well. Obviously, yesterday we don't want to labour too much on um, the challengers. However, yesterday's uh, decision, Malky Mackay spoke out about it, Liam, before we look mm-hmm. at the Dundee United team. It was a shocker, an absolute yeah. shocker once again. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I watched that whole game last night because there wasn't really anything else on the telly. Um, but uh, as it turns out, um, you know, it's a game at Ibrooks. They get a dodgy decision in their favour. It's kind of par for the course. Um, I noticed all the same people who were squealing for VAR last week were a wee bit silent this morning. Kind of yeah. unusual, that isn't it? I wonder why. Hmm. Um, absolutely, um, Jared. Again, you know, it's one of these things on Axom that we don't focus. We, we really don't focus on anyone other than Celtic. But there will be occasions where a, a decision within the Scottish game should be covered, and, and yesterday was one such occasion. Malky McKay, I thought, done pretty well to keep his cool after the game. He was obviously raging at that decision. If I was in Malky McKay's shoes, I probably would have been channeling my inner Neil Lennon, chasing someone down the tunnel and grabbing him by the throat. Like, I have no idea how he kept his cool the way he did. That was an atrocious decision, absolutely disgusting refereeing, and, yeah, pathetic. 
Yeah, it was really poor. And hopefully we don't have a conversation at the end of this game about a poor refereeing decision. I'll keep the comments coming in whilst we run through both teams. Magnet 67, interesting that Jens drops out for Starfelt. Our strength in depth is beginning to show. Absolutely agree with that. Uh, Jungle Line, great to see you. And it's a hello from Dublin from yourself. Monty is feeling very confident today. Dundee United 1, Celtic 7. Would love to see it. Um, it takes us on to the opposition before we come back to the Celtic chat. Um, um, a terrible start, really, uh, to the new season. I, I looked at Dundee United's performance under Tam Kurtz and uh, I was pretty surprised that he left when he did because it looked as though you know he could have continued to develop and progress at Dundee United. They bring in Jack Ross, who I think in some quarters of Scottish football still has a very good reputation. I thought he'd done pretty well at Hibs, probably prematurely um, was removed from his position. He's come in at Dundee United and he's not won a game yet. Jared, I mean, they have got off to a stinking start, haven't they? Yeah, the thing with Jack Ross's teams is that he's the sort of manager, like, I I rated him when he was at St Mirren, but he's just the, you watch um, Sunderland Till I Die on Netflix, you watch him at Hibs, you watch him here, and it's all that one, it's pretty average, it's like, they're happy for a 1-0. Mm. And to me, it's like, I don't know. I just don't really rate him too much. And oh, there you go. Seeing the lineup, it's a bit shocking that the two Aussies and Mulgrew are on the bench. There you go. You're a giddy who should be in goals from his unbelievable goalkeeper. One of the most mad goalkeepers I've seen in my life. Um, absolutely insane. And then Bates, as I spoke about earlier, well, maybe they put him on the bench so people don't get in behind him. Mm, but the rest yeah. of their squad, yeah, I'm not too worried about him, but they should be doing better than they are. Yeah, definitely. And of course, you know, I, I sometimes look at uh, managers that come in and, and they do rely a wee bit on experience. Obviously, Dundee United brought in Fletcher, who had been, you know, uh, you know, he's a player that Celtic had been linked with so many times in the past. He's at, in the trial of his career now. A couple of excels on the bench and Charlie Mulgrew and Tony Watt as well. The best thing about that starting 11 is the pitch in the background. That is a cracking Dundee United strip. And I'm hoping I'm not underestimating them too much, Liam. Am I am I giving them a, enough respect today? Yeah, I think you should always be cautious when you're going to Tanadice because it is not an easy place to go. But this is a Dundee United, the weakest I've seen them uh, for quite a while. Um, certainly since they came back up. And I think... Um, I don't think we should be overly concerned about today. Obviously, you got always give the opposition respect, but no, I I don't see anything in that team that really should uh, should worry us too much. I was always interested in in the boy Harks because back in the day, Celtic had his dad John Harks in on trial, mm-hmm. and um, he ultimately signed for Sheffield Wednesday because Celtic refused to pay ninety grand for his services, and he went on to be something of a <laughs> it was certainly a success uh, at Sheffield Wednesday and for the American national side. So every time I see the name Harks, and obviously with the women's team last season, um, Harks, his wife, played for us, uh, I always think back to that, you know, the penny pinching, 90 grand, and we would have had an American internationalist. And we, we've right. said no. At about the same time, how much did we pay for Gary Gillespie and Stuart Slater? Oh, no. <laughs> um, no. A- absolutely, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, there, there, were a few, there was a few others as well. I do remember um, 
the, the, the picture of Brad Friedel who had come in um, as a trialist and he was being coached by Joe Corrigan I think it was and the Celtic goalies were Gordon Marshall Pat Bonner and Shea Given so we got rid of Brad Friedel and Shea Given kept Marshall and Bonner and the rest is history um, <laughs> when when we're looking obviously at this week over the last couple of, uh, couple of days in fact there's been some movement in the transfer market uh, there is a bit of a revolving door at Celtic Park at the moment and I think there will still be more moves uh, Chris Julian has gone he's left the building and uh, we've uh, got a new rival in Hak Sabanovic who I was talking last night just you know about this player and the fact that I'm quite excited about him Jared he was something of a prodigy you know making his uh, debut at 15 in the, in the Swedish top division got a big move to West Ham didn't work out big move to Ruben Kazan actually five and a half million just 12 months ago I think to get the player at that price has been something of a coup for Celtic. And I'm really looking forward to seeing him again. Is it all about options up top uh, with Haksavanovic? I love the signing. I've, um, from what I've seen and what I've heard, it's a guy... We've been bringing people in, basically, not just to strengthen the starting eleven as we said earlier, it's a squad game, but this is a guy that if he's not going to be starting straight away, he's going to be around the mix and he's going to give Jota competition for his spot. I'm not saying... Whether that means Jota goes to the other side, you've got Maeda, he can play in the 10. So bringing him in is great. I'm happy for him to be there. I think it's a perfect move for us at a perfect time. But at the same time, the the cynic in me goes, oh, we're coming towards the end of the window. What's the board going to do? Who are they going to, who are they going to ship off? And that's just the one thing that's worried. Like, is it the end of the road for Mikey Johnson? Okay, if it is, he hasn't done much. Is it the end of the road for Forrest? Who knows? There's a whole bunch of variables here. The talk is that Owen Moffat's gone out to Blackpool. Mm. Well, that's disappointing if that happens. For me, I rate the kid. So, I don't know. As long as it doesn't, as long as we don't lose Rocco Varda, I suppose we're good. Yeah, I mean, it's a great point, and it does lead on to. Uh, any potential moves in and out between now and the end of the uh, transfer window. And I think that there is always, for myself, a bit of an air of concern and anxiety. And we've heard rumours around players like Juranovic, uh, Yakamakis, and Matt O'Reilly, you know, guys who are first-team players who potentially would be in your, your strongest 11. Uh, Yakamakis drops out today. I get a wee bit concerned when I see that, Liam, at this time of the year. Um, mm. Players like Mikey Johnston, I would expect him to leave, perhaps not permanently. Uh, Owen Moffat, you wonder about his development because he was playing some first-team football last season. Hasn't featured this season. Um, and Jamesy Forrest, he was given a an extension to his contract, but he's barely played, really, um, this season. And when you see a lot of the offensive-type players, Liam, coming in, you know, you do start wondering about players like Forrest and also James McCarthy, you know. I know he's on the bench today, but these guys are out the picture now. I think if you lose a player like Julian and you bring in Haksabanovic, I know they're different positions, but you're losing someone who wasn't contributing and you're bringing someone in who's going to be pushing for a jersey. Um, and, it, and it just makes the squad stronger and stronger. Are you expecting many more players in? And who do you think is going to leave, Liam? I think a couple more in, possibly. But I think more going out than coming in. Because, like you say, I don't think there's room at the moment for Forrest Johnson and Haksabanovic now that we've signed him. Um, so one of Forrest or Johnson is going, I think, probably on loan for a season if it was Johnson. 
if it was Forrest, it could be a perm. I mean, something my something my dad brought up last night when I was talking to him actually. And this is a this is a, a, a fair point I think is um, James Forrest's new contract could be a, a Stellian Petrov type scenario, where if you remember we gave him a longer term contract, but then we sold him a few months later and it ensured we got the big fee form from Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a similar case with Forrest that he is thinking to maybe move on, but he wants to make sure Celtic get money for him. You know, I mean, if if that was the case, I've got to say I've I've kind of championed James Forrest, and I was one of those that thought he should stay to have that uh, continuity with the experienced kind of uh, core of the group. Uh, but then he's gone on and barely played. So if he was to move on. Um, I think I would be a wee bit surprised, but I understand your logic there, Liam. And he is obviously uh, a Celtic man through and through, a Celtic man at heart. I was hoping he was going to contribute this season. Um, I'm not so sure if he is. Uh, I'll ask you just before we wrap up for the game, Jared, what about yourself? Do you have any concerns about Yakimakis, Juranovic or, or O'Reilly, perhaps, leaving in the, in the final hours of this window? Um, probably the only one I'd be considering would be Juranovic for the simple fact that we've got Ralston behind him so we won't lose too much in terms of who jumps in there but I don't want to see that happen I think he's got to hang around for another year especially with the World Cup coming up as well I can't really see him moving last minute transfer window making a move going to Chelsea for instance where he was linked and being the third string right back there I can't see how that move would make sense to him when the World Cup's in three or four months makes mm. zero oh, actually a couple of months yeah so it makes zero sense for him to make that move and it makes zero sense for us to sell him if he goes to the world cup does well he does well in the champions league before that puts himself in the shop window instead of the, the rumors of getting 25 million 30 million for him then his prices goes up as well so it's even better for us so we've got to be, we've got to be smart about it we've got to play the long game he's got a long-term contract there um i think the key will be more getting Getting a Yeti out of the club, get him off the payroll, whether it's on loan or whether it's through a permanent and just cutting our losses. I want him out the door. And and then if he goes out, then it opens up the way just to potentially bring in that number six we've been talking about, another mm. central midfielder. That's the only incoming I could possibly see, but I think it's going to still a bunch of variables there before that happens. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I think the club have done really well to move on players like Ball and Golly and Soro and, and Barkas, Julien and if we were able to get a jetty out the door as well I think it's been a fantastic bit of work by uh, those who we are very quick to criticise from time to time A couple of last minute comments Jungle Line, is it too early for a beer? Exactly Jungle Line, it's alright in Japan and Australia so get on it and enjoy it um, as well a couple of wee things if you want to vote for a Celtic State of Mind at the FCAs this year we are going for the best in video creators and the link is underneath your video we do enjoy putting a video together so if you've enjoyed it give us a wee vote and uh, hopefully we can bring a trophy back up from Manchester I hope everybody enjoys the first half we'll be back at half time thanks everybody in the comment section thank you also to Jared and Liam for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind
Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. This week on The Marketer's Report, Patrizio Spagnoletto, Global Chief Marketing Officer, Direct to Consumer for Warner Brothers Discovery, weighs in on building trust. Trust is a really hard thing to build and a really easy thing to destroy. And we have to be very respectful about that. Our partnership with iHeart has really helped us build that trust and that relationship with the on-air talent. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the data you need to grow. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.